Hey, good evening, everybody. I'm back. How's everybody doing tonight? So good to see you. Hey, Angie, how are you tonight, sweetie? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm better than I've been. I tell you what, this this mess have kicked my booty. Well, tonight's uh. <laughs> We were trying to get done at the grocery store before the show started, but Jack's checking out now. And I guess since the last episode I did was in the truck, it's fitting to start this one off in the truck, right? <laughs> oh, I'm just seeing my welcome message still says happy Thanksgiving. Whoops. Thank you for that, kitty. Can y'all hear me okay? Okay, great. Awesome. Well, me and Angie was just going to have a just a fun little round table conversation, and it was going to be coffee talk, but I didn't get to get my coffee, so... I've got soda in hand, and uh, we're just going to chat. Um, I want to, at first, before we start off, start off, thank you all for the shares and the prayers and the donations for um, Nancy R., who's um, went through chemotherapy and going through radiation, and she's had a really tough time. So I thank you all for for being able to share and if you felt led to be able to donate and you know just getting the message out there and keeping it fresh on people's minds because it's it's very quick and easy to let things slip and that's one I'm we need to make sure to stay on so I appreciate all of that I also appreciate everyone for all the prayers that you sent for me all the love and and everything else that I experienced um, from everybody, the calls and stuff, seeing how I was when I was not feeling good. Um, I know a lot of us have been sick and just some kind of funk going around. I think that's part of what they're spraying in the air, to be honest. Um, I know Jeff and his wife got sick, and I got sick. Chris got sick. Angie, you and Ryan got sick. Well, I know Ryan did. I don't. I think you had a little bit of it, but you were kind of pushing through and just some some funk going around. But now that's going away and we're on the healing path and that's wonderful. So thank you all all for um, the prayers and the messages and, and just taking the time out of your day to check on me. I really do appreciate that. I'm really sorry to have been out for, gosh, two weeks, I think now. And that with Nancy, it kind of brought up something that Angie had shared today about how we can um, do donations or like go through your closets and kind of clear out and see what you've got that you don't use that you can donate and find somebody to, to give the items to or, um, you know, maybe your kids have some toys or something like that that they don't need. You can go donate those for, you know, kids that need some toys or I'd even thought about, and it was an idea I got from Sasha. Sasha's got a piggy pen pal. And I thought, you know, just doing something like that with the kids or something we can do, um, you know, send out like pen pal type gifts or whatever, you know, kid like a toy exchange or, 
a letter exchange or something, you know, just to be able to, to give back. I know our community, we have, um, and I'm getting ready, it's where I used to live. I've moved now, so, because we bought property, but where I used to live, they had this box, and I would take and donate stuff to it a lot, um, and it was one of those take what you need, leave what you don't kind of things, so where you can um, help out the community. So what I was thinking about doing, hang on just a second, sorry, I got a cough, and I don't want to cough in y'all's ear. Okay, sorry guys, I still got this cough. It's still really bad, and the mucus is still funky, but I thought about, um, you know, doing one of those, uh, even at the end of my property, because we're on the highway and there's an area where you can, um, pull over and people can actually, um, you know, be able to pull into the parking lot and kind of do like a donation box to where we can help each other in our communities and things. Angie, why don't you speak a little bit about that? Cause I know you had some stuff that you were telling me about that. Well, I, I seen a post that said that you need to dance like Frosty, shine like Rudolph, give like Santa and love like Jesus. And that just kind of, I mean, I've always been one to go, like we have four kids. So as soon as my kids outgrow stuff, I bag it up and I take it to a church in Monroe here in Michigan. And they basically set up like a store that's free to anyone. They can come in, they can pick out clothes for their kids or toys or whatever the case may be. Um, and then they won't take pillows, but they'll take blankets. Um, so I will take like used towels that are kind of ratty or old pillows, stuff like that when we get new ones. And I will actually drop that off to the dog shelter um, because they're not picky. Um, but I don't like just throwing stuff away. I would rather give it to somebody that needs it. I don't want to sell it. I don't want to mess with any of that because there may come a point where we need stuff. Um, and we've been in that predicament before where, you know, Ryan wasn't working or I wasn't working and we needed a little extra food. So we've been in that predicament where we had to go find someplace. So I always find it, I mean, Christmas time, everybody seems to give more, but even just random acts of kindness throughout the year. Um, and it doesn't have to cost money. I mean, you can go through things you're not using. You can write a letter to your postmaster, your mail person that delivers your mail, or if your kids are in school, write a letter to the bus driver, you know, thanks for coming to work. Thanks for keeping my kids safe because having different jobs throughout my life, whether it be cashier, um, I moved straight for airplanes. Um, I am a teacher now. So like just the little, someone taking time out of their day to say thank you. Um, it, it's as simple as writing a letter, you know, or sharing coffee with someone that you haven't seen in a while or an old neighbor that, you know, just go visit because let's be honest. I mean, not too many people take time out of their day to visit the elderly, whether it be in the nursing homes, whether they still live at home. Um, and time, time is precious because life is absolutely way too short. Um, so take the time to spend time with somebody and it doesn't seem like much, but to whoever you're visiting, it means the world to them. And whoever received the letter, whether it be a cashier, you know, thanks for coming to work. 
without you, I mean, really, things cease without certain people. Um, if the mailman doesn't show up to work, your bills don't come, darn. But, like, letters don't come, um, prescriptions don't come. You know, just taking the time out to thank someone for doing their job, but it's so, everything's so unappreciated anymore. So just taking the time out to thank someone, it, it goes a long way. I don't know. I guess that's just kind of my two thoughts. It does go a long way, um, you know, because somebody could be having a bad day or something. And just like when I was feeling bad, you know, I, I wasn't checking my messages all the time because I, I put Telegram on Do Not Disturb because that thing literally every second it seems like it's going off. So I muted it. But when I was, you know, when I check in and see, it was it was nice because, you know, it kind of helped me to feel better and and lift my spirits up. And it, it really will help lift the spirits of whoever, you know, if they're having a bad day or or just, you know, not feeling good or whatever, you know, just like with the note in the mailbox or whatever, that could really be, um, you know, just something that could really boost their day. I know I, on hot days, I'll put um, bottles of cold water in the mailbox and leave a note. I had to make sure to leave a note because they won't take it. So if you do leave items for your postman in the mailbox, um, definitely leave them a letter letting them know that that is for them because they won't get it. Well, most of them won't. But, you know, those little notes and things like that is, is something that's very easy and it doesn't take much time, but can really boost somebody in their day. We'll see in here, Duncan's not feeling the greatest. Oh, goodness. So we'll keep Duncan in our prayers, y'all. But, you know, like just the visits, like Laura was saying, um, or Lorette was saying about like the goodness visits and just going around. I know at Christmas time, a lot of people will do it even more so, but it's something that we really should do more year round because, you know, after the holidays, after seeing all the families and stuff, you go from being, you know, really happy and comforted and loved to, you know, here comes January and course you've got winter and by that point by january february you know the whole country usually has experienced a cold cold freeze by that time california might be the exception texas depending on when they want to you know freeze them out but typically most of the states are already getting that cold cold weather so i think you know just the warmth of having somebody and, and knowing that somebody cares especially like with a lot nursing homes come to mind first thing because there's a lot of the people that's in there that their families don't come to visit or just kind of stick them in there and forget about them so I think it's important that we you know throughout the year can go and visit and I know now they have so many um, different regulations and stipulations where it's hard to get in but that's also something that you can, you know, work on changing as well is like with the laws and stuff to where you can't get in, be an advocate for them or, you know, um, Tam was saying assisted living, yeah, nursing home, assisted living, any kind of long-term care, you know, those, those people really need visitors and people to know that they care and 
and, and have somebody out there, even if it's not a family member, um, to just go and be able to, you know, let them know, hey, we're thinking about you and we care. You know, I know a lot of people will do, like, caroling, and some will do, um, they'll go and do games with them. Some people bring their pets up. So, I mean, there's a whole lot that's that's going on, um, you know, that people do that we can continue to do. And I think it's, you know, doing these good works, it's not that we're doing it for any recognition, but just to, to have the good works there and, and do it just because you care and because you want to make somebody stay better. And that there in itself is wonderful. Um, Ryan was asking for an address for Nancy. I have an email address that I'm posting right now. The email address for Nancy R is Nancy, N-A-N-C-Y, three one five zero one zero at gmail.com so that way it's whoever's listening later will be able to hear it too since it's in the live chat and i'll um i can share that on the nicknex telegram channel as well i'll go ahead and share that now so it's in there Hang on, I need to fix that. Sorry, my multitasking's not the greatest. I'm going to turn it over to you for a second, Angie, while I get this posted. Okay. And even, like, with the nursing home, since there are some restrictions still, you can just get an address for any nursing home and just mail Christmas cards. It doesn't have to be specifically addressed to anybody. Um, cause we did that with the preschool class that I have, we mailed out Christmas cards to nursing homes that the kids colored, they created them themselves. They, they're made by three and four year olds. So they're not any masterpiece by any means, but I can't imagine going from receiving nothing at the holiday because let's be honest. I mean, a lot of people put them in nursing homes and then kind of forget about them. And that's, that's horrible. And it's sad. Um, so even just receiving a letter from somebody, a complete stranger, just to say Merry Christmas. I mean, I can't imagine, I can't imagine going my whole life taking care of people, raising my kids to be kind of shoved in a room and forgotten. And that's, that's one thing that, that always scared my mom. And that's one thing that she made us promise that she would never end up alone in a nursing home. Um, and we, we stuck to that promise. We didn't, we didn't put her in a nursing home. Um, but we've had family in nursing homes and you walk by the rooms and we would take the kids to go see Ryan's grandmother. And like these poor little old ladies and old men would come flocking out of their rooms just to see the kids. And it just, it broke my heart, but there, it seemed like such a big problem that, that couldn't be fixed. Like I can't, I don't have the time to sit with every single person but even just write a letter or mail a Christmas card or buy a couple pairs of socks and just drop it off at the front desk. You know, who needs, um, you know, who doesn't have people that come visit, you know, they, they would love a pair of socks or, you know, a bottle of lotion or whatever the case may be. Um, and it's something, I mean, you can pick up a pair of socks at the dollar store, um, but something so little that goes such a long way for somebody that, you know, somebody that should never be forgotten. Um, 
I don't even know how to put it into words, but it's just, I mean, that's something that's always kind of, kind of bothered me, um, being raised the way that we were. Uh, my grandparents took care of their parents and, you know, my sister and I took care of my mom and dad when they were sick, um, up until they passed. And it's just, it, it's heartbreaking to see how you can turn your back on the people that raised you and took care of you and just, I don't know, kind of push them aside. Yeah, it is sad. I've worked in them before, and seeing that, that aspect, and I just, I like the random acts of kindness throughout the year, whether it, you know. I thought I'd lost signal for a second. Yeah, you know, there's, I've worked in long-term care and assisted living, and as a CNA and even as a nurse and Tam had a great idea. She said something too about, um, to do a meal for the workers at the nursing home and give out cards or goodies to each resident. That's a good idea because first off, CNAs have a very, very tough job. Um, nurses do too, but the CNAs are the ones that do the care providing and, you know, that's a great idea, but there are a lot of them, and you could ask the nurse's desk if there's, you know, they like to call them, I think, residents now, but if there's a patient or somebody staying there that that maybe doesn't get many visitors, and I like what you said, like just calling and just getting an address and a name to be able to send something, you know, that's great. Um or if you're close to one that you could go up there or whatever. I don't know what the, the HIPAA part would be on that, but I'm sure that they've got, you know, some that surely would allow you, you know, to kind of like adopt an elderly, adopt a grandma, adopt a grandpa kind of thing um, to where, you know, you can either send a card or Christmas card because a lot of them, they, I don't know about y'all, but, I, girl, when you sent me that Christmas card, I was feeling so bad. And Angie sent me the, the most beautiful card of her and her family and, and Ryan on there. And it was the first Christmas card I'd gotten. And I, I love Christmas cards. I love getting them. I love giving them. But for the last probably five years, I, I write them and I stamp them and I dress them. But I don't get them to the post office. Um. And so I didn't get them sent out. And, you know, whenever I get my cards, I'll, I'll you know, tape them up around the house or whatever. And, and you kind of, like, have those people there. Well, even sending, you know, if you want to do a card, like a lot of people that have the cards that have their, their pictures and stuff on them, which I think are amazing, those are probably my favorite cards to get. Because then you can kind of – I save my cards, and you can see them. And those people – like the people in the nursing homes or assisted living or whatever, you know, they can look at those pictures and see the smiles. And even if they don't know you, you know, I mean, it still would bring joy to them. And it, a lot of people like with dementia or something like that, they could think it's their, I mean, I know this may sound bad, but they may think it's their child that they haven't heard from or spoken to, or that doesn't come to visit. And, you know, you could, even though you're not their their child biologically, you know, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ. So 
it would still, you know, lift up their day and just let them know that it, they matter. And I think that's the important thing because, you know, we've got a lot to learn from our, our excuse me, our elderly, you know, there, there's so much lessons they can teach us and, and so we need to, to care for them and show them the respect and dignity um, that they deserve. So, um, and yes, the Tam Caroling was said um, earlier. We used to have people that would come in and not just Carol, but like somebody that was a musician or a singer, somebody that played piano or guitar or whatever would go in and play for a few minutes. And, you know, it, it was a big thing for them. And, you know, we think about it there. I mean, you're kind of like in lockdown, essentially, because you can't leave from there unless you've got somebody able to pick you up. And so, you know, that brings them so much joy. Um, but I mean, there's so many different ways that, that we can help lift somebody's spirits, especially now. Um, I heard something on church service. Some of y'all do attend with me. I, I do online. It's my sister's church. But I've met the pastor, and I don't always agree with him. But Pastor Benny said something week before last um, on his Sunday sermon. He is the pastor at Rock Springs Baptist Church or Rock Springs Church. Uh, but he said that Christians may feel alone, but you're, oh gosh, I'm going to mess it up. You may feel lonely, but as a Christian, you're never alone because we always have Jesus. Oh, Mary, I like that. You, she said that she, they've gone to teach dance, just the seniors. That's awesome. And, you know, just like, like with that, you know, that's something that can really bring so much joy to them and, and, and give them you know, a good memory, if even if they don't remember it but five minutes. But it's still, you know, they're having some enjoyment. And it's good for us, too. I mean, what a, you know, it, it lifts our, our spirits to know that we've helped somebody else and helped lift somebody else up when they needed it. And just like you said, Angie, you know, we never know. There may be a time that, you know, we're going to need that. So it's important to always, you know, be humble and be grateful and realize the blessings that that we have aren't always promised the next day you know so we could very well be in the position of anyone you know regardless of what day it is there could always come a time to where we're going to need help as well and so i think it's important to always try to you know the golden rule do unto others as you'd have them do to you definitely does apply you know you want it's sad enough that they're in there without any other family or in their period regardless of what the circumstance that brought them there but to be able to make some of that pleasant and fun and that that's just something that's wonderful And there's, I mean, I think there's probably some things like that we could do for children. I know with the children, it'll be a little bit more difficult. Um, just because of definitely with HIPAA and stuff like that. But the children who's in, you know, like in the hospital at 
I was seeing Susie had said that she had uh, picked up from the children's hospital thrift store today. Um, you know, the children's hospital has a lot of a lot of kids that, you know, would probably like to get a Christmas card. So if you're one that loves to send out Christmas cards, you can not even address them to or name them to somebody, but do a few, you know, do a bundle of them or whatever you want to do. Take them up to the hospital and have the nurses staff pass them out. So then we can get around or you could get around the the privacy laws and stuff like that. Because I know they're not going to be all gung-ho on telling you, oh, yes, we've got this patient here and whatever. But you could do a whole bunch of them. And even like with the nursing home, you could do a bunch of them and put them in one mailer and just put a note in there for the nursing staff to pass them out would be another option. And for kids, if ever you want to help out kids, like, aside from, like, a shelter or something like that, you can go to a local school and ask, like, for where I work, the teachers will, like, nominate a family, per se, um, that we know struggles, whether it's a single mom or there's a health issue or whatever the case may be. And we know when kids come in in the middle of winter and they only have a light jacket. We know that, you know, circumstances might not be great. So we can contact the parents because we get donations for coats, hats, gloves, boots, stuff like that. And we can ask, like, is there any needs that you guys have? And then the, they will send out an email. There's a family recently who had a death in the family and they didn't have any food in the house, like at all. And overnight, the school, the staff alone brought in food and gift cards and we filled an entire truck and dropped it off at their house and the little girl was crying and she was like this is better than Santa and I can't imagine being a parent not being able to know where to get food for my kids so like that's another thing too even though they're in school I mean we live in a in a smaller community but um you don't think about it that much um until I started working at the school I really didn't think about the fact that the only time kids eat sometimes is when they're at school. Um, so that's another thing you could do, you know, you could call a school. Is there any families that need help? Is there like a giving tree for school? Is there anything that I can donate? Um, yeah, Ryan said about um, Ethan's friend. My son is 17, his friend. Um, text him the one day we were at a dentist appointment and he had asked my son to borrow $15 because he had no food in the house. His mom moved out into a motel and pretty much left him alone in the house to fend for himself. And being 17, working, making $10 an hour, you're not, I, I don't think it's right to leave him to fend for himself. And for him to reach out to my son, ask him for 10, 15 bucks, just so he can eat for the day. I mean, it broke my heart. So I pulled money out of the ATM and dropped it off to him and said, Merry Christmas, you know, from my, your other mom, basically. And we stopped and got a McDonald's on the way home because no kid should have to know or not know when he can eat next or try to ration $10 for the week. I mean, that just, it breaks my heart. And I have a big heart and I try to help as many people as I can. Um, this year, my friends, daughter moved out on her own and she's barely making the bills and I asked if I could adopt her kids 
So I bought a couple things for each kid, had it shipped to the house, and it was postmarked from Santa. So it was delivered to Santa to their address because as a parent, I know it's not the material stuff, but you know deep down that, you know, you want to do anything to make your kids smile and you want to try your best to bring a little joy to their life. So regardless of what it is, even a coloring book and crayons from the dollar store, I mean, it's still something. And as a parent, I just, I, I'm thankful that we have enough to provide for our kids and then help others as well. So it's just, I try to help as much as I can throughout the year, but Christmas just kind of tugs a little more on the heartstrings because I know how stressful it can be to not have, not have much and try to pay the bills and try to buy groceries and everything in between. So I'm just, I'm blessed and I want to, I want to do unto others as I would want them done to me. So I just try to help and put that good back out there to let people know that there is still good in the world. It's not everywhere and it's not all the time, but there is, there is good out there. And if we can just one random act of kindness, it doesn't matter what it is or who it's towards one thing. I mean, if you do one thing and then that person in turn does one more thing and so on and so forth, I mean, this world would be beautiful because everybody in turn would try to help somebody else because they know how good that feels to have that help and then to be able to return that help out. Yeah, I agree. You're so right on that because, you know, that, that's sad on Ethan, on his little, on his friend, because, you know, I, I haven't seen it a lot, um, but I've known of children that have gone through things like that and, I kind of do like what you do and just kind of step in and be the other mom. And I hate to try to, you know, I don't, I try not to judge um, the mother. It's, it's a little difficult because it's like, how can someone do that with their child, you know, or, or leave their child like that? I don't know, you know, why they do. And I quit trying to figure it out because it was just driving me crazy trying to understand how that could be done. But you know, just being there for those kids and, and you being there and pulling that out for him, you know, that was, that was something that was big to him. And I know he'll never, you know, forget that. Um, you know, it was, you know, something that you wanted to do just to help and, and, and to contribute, not that you wanted any kind of accolades or anything like that. And that's where together you know like you said you know it may not be a lot of goodness that we're seeing right now but there are still a lot of good people out there and we can be that change that michael jackson song um the man in the mirror it's what it kind of makes me think of you know if we want to make a change we got to be the change and 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 it starts with little small things that can lead to huge big results later on down the road that we won't ever get to see, but you know, it'll make a big impact on that person's life and the lives that they touch and and so many more just from doing that one random act of kindness. It's, and again, it doesn't have to be something big. I mean, 
anything. I mean, whether it be for the animal shelter, if you have old blankets that are half ripped up or old towels, they're just going to use them to either use as rags or to lay in the bottom of the kennel. So instead of throwing them out, I mean, why not get a little bit of extra use out of it? Or, you know, the Boy Scouts came around recently and left a flyer in the door that they were going to collect canned food for the local pantries here in Idaho where we're at. So, I mean, I can a lot of my stuff and we do have some actual store-bought canned veggies. Um, so like I bagged up some of the extra stuff and put it in there. Um, it's, it doesn't have to be something huge. Um, and like I said earlier, I mean, it could just be a letter or a Christmas card or a cup of coffee with somebody. I mean, it really, it doesn't have to be an extravagant anything. Just take the time to acknowledge that there is an extra or that there is like an issue or a need that needs to be met. And if you can meet that need and all it is is time or all it is is a letter, I mean, it's not, it's not hard. It's just something that we need to be aware of and take the time to start correcting the little things to improve somebody's quality, their quality of life, their quality of time. I mean, I would give anything to go have coffee with my parents or my grandparents and ask all those little questions because we can learn a lot from people we don't know. I mean, just to sit and have a cup of coffee or sit in a nursing home and just have a conversation with somebody, even if they repeat themselves a hundred times, it, it's that knowledge that's being lost. And once it's lost, you can't get that back. I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that I would love to still learn and still take the time to sit with somebody that's knowledgeable in anything, somebody that lives through the depression. And, you know, this is what we did to survive because let's be honest, history repeats itself. So like, we all know it's coming, but are we all prepared to know what to do when our kids are looking at us hungry because we don't know how to preserve things. We don't know how to, how to use what we have, what God give, has given us, whether it be planting and tending to the garden, whether it be preserving the food, whether it be taking the time to enjoy the family time and put the TV, like turn the TV off, put the phones down and spend that quality time. You know, there's, there's so many things that I would love to do, but life really is short. I mean, it really is. And tomorrow's never promised. And I know that nobody's perfect. I'm not by any means, um, but I know at the end of the day, when it's my time to go meet the Lord, when my sand timer has run out of sand, I know that I can only hope <laughs> that my my good has outweighed my bad. Um, and it's not it's not a competition, and it's not anything. And nobody's perfect but at the end of the day like I want to be pleased with myself and what I'm doing with my life and how others not how others see me or perceive me but at the end of the day know that while others may not like me or may not like my attitude or my way of doing things whether it be I make my soap I don't you know I don't run to the store every two days for stuff I mean like I have 
my stuff at home and not everybody agrees with that and that's totally fine but at the end of the day I want to know that my family's taken care of I want to know I can look in the mirror and feel accomplished with the words that I say and my actions and everything else and it's it's so little but it goes a long way It may seem little, but it's really, I mean, the things that you're teaching your children, though, by by preserving the way that you do, and I mean, just the things that you've taught me along, you know, I mean, that does go a long way, and it does make a difference, and matters, and the ones that don't, you know, if somebody doesn't like it, then it's probably because they don't understand, and likely because They've been taught the whole materialistic side of, of, you know, life. And that's not where we're supposed to be either, you know. And a lot of times it gets to where we're in such a disposable society that just like with the elderly, you know, oh, well, they can't do anything no more. So it's time to go to send Ma or Pa to the, the nursing home. Well, it shouldn't be that way, you know. And it's only that way because of this mentality that people have so by you doing your canning and stuff like that you're teaching your children oh you need to have what you need to have right there and that's something that we're learning you know being a little bit further out from the store and stuff like that I mean yes it takes time to be able to go through and and can and grow and make and do all of that stuff to get it all preserved it does take time but once you have it done and you start keeping, like, with the growing season, like canning tomatoes, you know, every year, you if you're like me, you're going to use up all those tomatoes every year. But some of this stuff you don't use all the way throughout, you know, through the year. So then you've got, you know, the extra surplus. And just like with making that orange candy that we made, huh, let me tell you, that stuff come in handy. Um I'd made some more and I actually used that to kind of help get me over this stuff because the um I remembered like when we were talking about it how the orange peel has more vitamins and nutrients than the whole entire orange. So I used candy to to get me well. It's kinda of like Mary Poppins, like a spoonful of sugar. Helps the cold go down or the flu or whatever the heck this stuff was. It started off as a flare up that Decided to morph into some kind of, I don't know, Jackie Chan flu virus crap that tried to kick my butt. But, you know, I mean, those kind of lessons, though, I mean, that stuff will stick with you, and, and it does matter. And it's very important, and unfortunately, so many, you know, have gotten away from the, oh, how do you make this yourself kind of life into that disposable society and you know it, it's a great thing to be able to break free from that from that mentality and to start you know not just prepping for you know prep to hit the fan or worst case scenario but you're also you're also learning new skills so that you're going to be able you know others are going to watch you and see you do and that's going to be something that they're like, oh, I remember such and such doing this. I bet this is why, you know, and 
and that'll help them as well. So I think that's that's something that's really good. I gotta mute y'all again. I gotta cough. I'm sorry. And Ryan mentioned the freeze dryer. We did get a freeze dryer, so I can start making like the ice cream that you can leave on the counter and food that you can just basically add water to and eat. Um, but I've been fighting with it all weekend and I have found that I'm very impatient with it. So I really do, when we're on Christmas break and I'm not at work, I'm going to play with it some more and hopefully be able to figure that out because it's, we're, we're, it's a work in progress, but I would like to get to where we can put some food away in that regard um, and freeze dry some stuff. But there are a lot of things that I can do with that that I can't do with a normal dehydrator. Um, my my goal is to start with onion powder and garlic powder, but we'll see how that goes. But that is something that I need to learn a little extra patience with because it takes a very long time. And I'm hoping that everything's set up right, but we're gonna we're gonna try it again here in what is it six more school days till I'm off. So. Roughly in about a week and a half. So y'all have got y'all have got about the same amount of school left that we do down down here because I think my daughter gets out Tuesday next week, which seems like it was like really later this year than normal. Normally, I think they're out like the seventeenth or something, and this year it's just like no, no, you don't get to get out then. Tuesday's our last day. Oh, okay. So it is the same. Yeah. We got a little bit still, but I think all the kids have checked out. They stopped listening about a week ago. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I know you're going to be excited with that the dehydrator. Freeze dryer. Because looking at that thing, that thing looks huge. Um, and you said you got the medium one. And yeah, that video, I think I, I sent you the video, I believe, on where she was talking about freeze drying tomatoes and yeah. corn. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that take up a whole, you know, people that have space issues like with me, you know, that would be a wonderful way. But 20 hours or so to do something. Whew, yeah, 20 that's a lot. 30 hours, depending on what it is. Sorry, my puppy is. She ate one of the part of our couch the other day while we were at work, and then she ate part of our other couch today while we were at work. Oh no! So, yeah. <laughs> well, Angie, thank you for coming on. I'm gonna go ahead and I'll probably just pray us out and and shut it off for the night. I'm getting where my throat is really scratchy and need to get some supper going real quick. Or actually, let my hubby cook some supper because they don't want my germs on it. But I appreciate you coming on and sharing. And those are some great ideas and suggestions as far as, um, you know, with the children and the nursing homes and the, the letters and cards and stuff. That's that's wonderful. Well, thanks for having me on again. Well, you're welcome. I'll come back. Uh probably next Monday again and 
try to catch back up to where I was going to be at on our butter topic um, about canning butter and um, ways that you get your lard and your fats and what you could do with the, the fats. Because I know a lot of people are processing animals and stuff like that. And so that way people can learn how to render their fats and be able to use them. Yes, Flightworks, Mary, uh, butter. We're going to be all about the butter. I love, I love butter. I don't know anybody that doesn't love butter. But, yes, yeah, so we're going to be talking about on next Monday's show. I don't know what's in store for Thursday yet because we've got the Thursday um, knick-knack at 7 p.m. And then after this, after my show on Thursday, Jennifer Renee has Echoes right at 8, right over. That's our uh, our uh, pod hopping night because we got Jennifer Renee on Echoes at 8, and then Scott is on at 9 for Bards FM. But yes, yeah, so we'll be we'll be talking about butter, 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 butter. All things butter, all things fat, all things yummy. Things that southern people and, and even our northern sister up there knows. So we'll be talking about all of that. Um thank you, Tam, for sharing that link. I appreciate all of you being here tonight and and the patience with me while my show was on a little bit of a hiatus there. But I'm I'm getting there slowly but surely. All right, so if y'all take a second, we're going to just bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time that you've given us together and allowing us to just talk to each other and and communicate and socialize. Father, thank you for, for Angie for sharing her ideas about being able to help those that are in need and, and those that may feel lonely right now as Christians, you know, we're not alone because we always have you, but sometimes it can feel that way. So thank you for sending us Angie, who's, who's helping to guide people and to, you know, making someone else's life a little bit better. And, and for Ryan, father, I pray for everyone that's sick right now to get well for Jeff and insidious for Duncan living, who I know has gone back and forth. Um, with the allergies and stuff there, with the spraying, Father. I, I pray for Nancy, that you lift her up, for Chris, um, as he's getting well, for Ryan, as he's getting well. I pray for for Tam, as she's just kind of keeping up with all of us as we go and, and checking in and making sure we're okay. For Laura and Laura Lee and for Emily and for Lynn's. I just pray that you lift them up, Father, and let them know how much that, that you love them and that we love them. Father, for, for Paperback Patriot, who's been sick, and all the others, there's so many others, Father, that have been sick. But I just pray that you use your healing power to, to reach them and to heal them because you are our ultimate healer. Father, I thank you so very much for each day that you allow me to, to breathe and to wake up. And I pray, Father, that you use each of us each day that we're allowed to wake up to, to help glorify your name and to do your work and to go out there and spread the message of Christ and, and show others what it is to be a follower of Christ. Father, I pray for all of our Bards Nation, our family, the members, um, Scott and everyone else in that's part of Bards Nation and, and everyone around the world, Father, that 
but you just let them know that they're not alone and and just meet their needs, Father. Continue to bless them to meet their needs and make sure that they have everything that they need. Father, help us to have clarity on the things that we don't need and the things that we do. Because sometimes it, it's, especially at Christmas time, it's easy to get carried away and, and see all the ads and want this and want that and want this. But Father, we just pray that you you meet our needs and what we really need. And most of all, what most people need is you. So, Father, I pray today and every day that someone could just be that that voice that you use to reach someone that's lost, someone that, that doesn't know Jesus yet. So that way they can accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They can believe that he died on that cross and arose again for us and confess with their mouths their sins. And so that way they could be saved. Father, thank you for just everything that you have done for me and for all of us and that you've given us. And I just, I, I thank you so much for, for the blessings. It's it's truly amazing to see this wonderful family that you brought together, coming coming together with each other and, and having that fellowship with one another. It's a wonderful blessing. Father, I pray that you just, can continue to show us the path that you want us on um, and help us to be able to discern because sometimes that evil is not as easy to see and we need your guidance on that father so I pray for the guidance of the discernment to to know that all things that are good come from you and if it's if it's bad it's of evil Today and every day, Father, I thank you for Jesus, for the sacrifice that he gave us by dying and, and being crucified on that cross and then arising on that third day, Father. It's such a truly amazing blessing and the grace that he bestows upon us to allow people just like us that no matter what we do, we will never be worthy of it. But by mercy and grace, we're allowed to be forgiven for our sins. I ask that you do forgive our sins, Father, and, and our transgressions and just continue to, to love us and, and be with us. Thank you so much for Jesus and thank you for this day. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen. Well, guys, thank you all so much for being here. We we made it almost an hour. We're getting there. Um, I'm just glad to be able to have um, the chance to be able to be back on here again tonight and be well enough to, to go through. I was hoping last week I'd be able to be back on, but as y'all could tell, I'm, I'm really scratchy and really still funky sounding. Um, I'm hoping in the morning to go start back with uh, Sister on Scripture. At 11 a.m. Eastern, it's going to be on here as well. Um, I do that on Tuesday and Thursdays. The next Knickknack show, again, is going to be on Thursday at 7 p.m. Tonight, um, after this, we've got Bards FM. Sorry, guys. Bards FM at 9 and Kilted Christian at 10.30. If y'all missed this weekend's Brothers in a Bible, I suggest going and checking that out. The Q&A session was awesome. 
it was trivia night with Jesus. And it was amazing. Echoes is Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. 7 central. Um, it's a great, the echoes is she does not record them. So if you miss it, then you miss it. But we welcome you all there. It's a wonderful show. And we're going to be doing another prayer session, I think is what she had said um, for that. Thank you, Tia, for getting that in there. Um, but yes, y'all, I will be back for Nick next Thursday at, se- at 7. Yes, sorry. Thursday at 7, but tomorrow and Thursday, Tuesday and Thursday at 11 a.m., I'll do Bible study. Um, we had lots off on Job, I think, chapter 12. So I'll pick up with Job, and then I'm not sure which book God's going to have us to go to next, but it'll be on there. Yeah, and we'll go as he leads. I hope everyone has a wonderful, blessed night. If I don't see y'all on Bards of Film, then... Yes, on Saturdays is Kilted Christian and Little Bear. Um, Kilted Christian is, I think it's at eight, but my, I don't get, I'm not getting my notifications right, but I think it's eight on, um, Saturday and Sunday for Brothers in the Bible. And this past weekend was great. Nine o'clock for Little Bear, but Little Bear was not on this past Saturday. Um, Everyone had popped in. And um, said that they weren't going to be doing it. Also, if y'all guys can lift up Sasha's wife in prayer, I didn't mean to exclude her just a minute ago. That's why when I when somebody asks for prayer, I have to pray right then or I'll forget. But Sasha's wife, um, his wife had to have surgery. I think she either just had her appendix out or her gallbladder. Within the last few weeks, she's had both out. So if y'all can lift up his wife in prayer. She's one of those that was injured by the COVID shot. And so that's kind of what woke their eyes up. He is wonderful. He's in the garden and on the family room page. And um, I think he was in Christ followers, but he had so many groups that he just he had left that one. But um, lift his wife up in prayer if you think about it or feel led. Yes, he's got the pig, Sheldon. Um, he's been having kind of a, a rough time um, taking care of his wife and, and with her being back and forth in the hospital. And Jazzy, um, I think Jazzy may still be in the hospital. I'm still trying to catch up on who's where, what's going on. We've got so many that are just either sick or having some things going on. So um, also lift up Jazzy as well, if you will. Oh, she is home now. That's good to hear. That's good. Thank you, Mary. Well, everybody, y'all have a wonderful, blessed night. I'll put up some music to close out. And once the song goes off, I'm going to just go ahead and end it. So it might be an abrupt stop. But y'all have a wonderful, wonderful, blessed night. Thank you for being here. And I love y'all so much.